Hare Krishna. Uh, uh, today we are very fortunate uh, to have His Grace uh, Sarvadik Prabhu on a conference call from Mayapur, India. And Prabhuji is going to enlighten us on the verse 6.1.2. So Prabhuji, are you there? Yes, Mataji. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, Madhanat Pranam to you, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Guru Maharaj Ki Jai. So Prabhuji, can you please take over? Yes, Mataji. Thank you for your introduction. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Narayanam Namaskritya Naramchaiva Narotamam. Devin Sarasatim Jasam Tato Jayamudirayat. Nashta Prayeshabhadeshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya. Bhagavati Uttama Shloke Bhaktir Bhagavati Naishtaki Krishna Sadamo Bhagavati Dhamma Jnana Divisaha Kalonashtadishamesha Purana Kodunodita We are very fortunate to be reading Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 1, Text 2. I'll read the Sanskrit word for word, uh, word, for word translation and translation and Srila Prabhupada's beautiful purport. Praviti lakshanas chaiva chaigunya vishayo mune yosavalina prakrite guna sarga puna punaha. Praviti by inclination, lakshana, symptomized, cha, also, eva, indeed, trigunya, of the three modes of nature, vishaya, possessing as objectives, mune, o great sage, ya, which, aso, that, alina prakrite, of one who is not freed from the clutches of Maya, Guna Sarga, in which there is a creation of material bodies, Puna Punaha, again and again. Translation O great sage Shukadev Goswami, unless the living entity is freed from the infection of the material modes of nature, he receives different types of bodies in which to suffer, to enjoy, or suffer. And according to the body, he is understood to have various inclinations. <coughs> but following these inclinations, he traverses the path called Privati Marg, by which one may, one may be elevated to the heavenly planets, as you have already described in the third canto. Srila Prabhupada's purport, Srila Prabhupada Kriya. As Lord Krishna explains in Bhagavad Gita 9.25, Yanti Deva Prata Devan Pitrin Yanti Pitri Rataha. Bhutani yanti bhuteja yanti madhyaji no pima. Those who worship the demigods will take birth among the demigods. Those who worship ghosts and spirits will take birth among such beings. Those who worship ancestors go to the ancestors, and those who worship me will live with me. Because of the influence of the various modes of nature, the living entities have various tendencies or propensities, and therefore they are all qualified to achieve various destinations. As long as one is materially attached, <clears throat> he wants to be elevated to the heavenly planets because of his attraction to the material world. The Supreme Personality of God declares, however, those who worship me come to me. If one has no information about the Supreme Lord in his abode, one tries to be elevated only to a higher material position. But when one concludes that in this material world there is nothing but repeated birth and death, he tries to return home back to Godhead. 
If one attains that destination, he never returns to this material world. As Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says in Chaitanya Charitamrita, Bhajalila, 1951. According to their karma, all living entities are wandering throughout the entire universe. Some of them are being elevated to the upper planetary systems and some are going down into the lower planetary systems. Out of many millions of wandering living entities, one who is very fortunate gets an opportunity to associate with a bona fide spiritual master by the grace of Krishna. By the mercy of both Krishna and the spiritual master, such a person receives the seed of the creeper of devotional service. All living entities are rotating throughout the universe, going sometimes up to the higher planetary systems and sometimes down to the lower systems, lower planets. This is the material disease. <coughs> which is known as Pravriti Marg. When one becomes intelligent, he takes to Nivriti Marg, the path of liberation. And thus, instead of rotating within this material world, he returns home back to Godhead. This is necessary. Om Jnana Timurandasya Jnana Jnana Shalakayam Chakshurun Militanjena Tasmai Shri Guruve Namaha Namam Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishtaya Bhutale Srimati Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Sarasati Devi Gauravani Pracharani Nevishesha Sanyavadi Pastacha Deshatarani He Guru Gyanada Dinabandho Svanandadata Kurane Kasindho Vrindavana Sina Hitavatara Prasida Radha Panaya Prachara Radha Samukha Sangsakti Saki Sangani Vasanim Tamaham Satatam Vande Madhavashraya Vigraham Vande Rupa Sanatano Raghujuko Shi Jiva Gopalako Vande Nantad Bhutashayam Shi Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Nichopi Yat Prasadat Sad Bhakti Shastra Pavartaka Nityananda Maham Nomi Sarvananda Karam Param Harinama Panam Devam Babaduta Shromanim Krishnaya Vasudevaya Devakinanda Nayacha Nanda Gopa Kumaraya Govindaya Namodva Brindaya Tosi Devaya Priya Keshavasicha Krishna Bhakti Pradidevi Satyavacha Namodva Panchaka Patumbhishcha Kripa Sindhu Bevacha Patitanam Pavanibhyo Vaishnavibhyo Namodva Srila Prabhupada would quote from Shastra, Pravritir Esha Bhutanam Nivitascha Mahapalam. Pravritir Esha Bhutanam means that the masses of the people are only interested in Pravritir Marg, which means working hard, enjoying the result of hard work, and taking that result and investing it in the process of acquiring material objects for sense gratification in the form of uh, bank balance, home, car, food, position, respect, jewelry, clothes, electronics, on this endless list of things that people are interested to attain. This is called privacy mark in a gross material way. Now, Prabhupada also mentions here in the purport then pravati mark from in the higher sense from the Vedic point of view means to get a higher destination, 
which requires a, pi a life of piety, following the instructions, the injunctions of Veda, to please the Lord by one's activity. And this is described in the ninth chapter of Bhagavad Gita also. I'm forgetting verse. <coughs> anyway, Lord says, whatever you do, whatever you eat, whatever you offer, give away. Whatever sacrifices you may perform, do this as an offering to me. So this is described by Acharyas to be um, karma, mishra, bhakti. Where one wants to eat something, but he thinks, I need to offer this to Krishna. Instead of thinking, what can I prepare that is specifically meant for the satisfaction of the Lord? But typically, we make food for our own satisfaction. I want to eat pizza. I want to eat pani puri. I want to eat gulab jamun. And we cook that, and we, we understand this is the Lord's property, so we offer it to the Lord, and we enjoy This is pious, but this is bhakti that's mixed with our own personal desire. And <coughs> this bhakti has great value. It's bhakti, after all. It's mixed with personal inclination, but after all, it's bhakti. So persons who follow Vedic injunction, pravati marg, they can go to the heavenly planets. But unless one becomes free from the influence of the modes of material nature, which makes one interested to go to the heavenly planets, he is not he's going to the, the kingdom of God, Goloka Vrindavan, <coughs> is unavailable to him. That is completely unavailable. And Prabhupada mentions in the purport, right off the bat, Yanti Deva Bata Devan Yanti Pitri Bata Bhutani Yanti Bhuteja Yanti Madhyajinopimam. You worship the Devatas, you can go there. It's not a myth. There is a science to go to the heavenly planets and enjoy life. And it's in the Vedas. It is a Vedic process. It's authorized. But it's unintelligent. Krishna also says in ninth chapter of Bhagavad Gita, or seventh chapter, I can't remember which. Antavatu Palam Tesham Tad Bhavatyapamedasam Devan Devayojo Yanti Madbhakta Yanti Mamapi. That whatever the Devatas can do for you in heaven is limited and temporary. But Madbhakta Yanti Mamapi. Yanti Mam. Krishna says, Those who worship me come to me. He's restating this same principle in ninth chapter. Yanti Madhyaji Nopi Mam. You worship me and you come to me. And we understand that life in Goloka is nothing like this life. We can actually conceive of the beauty and opulence of the kingdom of God. We can give some vague understanding. For example, if you've never been to Japan, what can you understand about Japan? You'll understand something. It's an island. There's a certain race of people that predominate there. They have their particular diet, their lifestyle, the way they live, the way they eat, the way they work. You can understand something by reading a book and seeing pictures. But unless you've gone there, you have no direct experience of Japan. In a similar way, we can read books and get some vision. We can get a vision, some vague understanding, some of the principal understanding of the kingdom of God. And we haven't been there. So what is our vision? 
Can do we have direct experience of Goloka? No. But we are able to go there by this process. Therefore, we can't actually appreciate our own good fortune. We, we can appreciate from one point of view, I'm becoming free from birth, death, old age, and disease. Janma, mrityu, jara, abhyadhi. We're becoming free from that. That's a huge benefit. That's a huge blessing. But this is nothing. Liberation is nothing. Compared to life in Goloka, having personal, loving relationship, eye-to-eye, face-to-face, cheek-to-cheek, relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is waiting for us. Liberation, what to speak of heaven, is nothing in comparison. And that's available by the process of bhakti. And bhakti presupposes the, the, trend, the mm, overcoming of the influence of the modes of material nature, the transcending of the influence of the modes of material nature. Famous verse, Bhagavad Gita. Mamcha yogya vicharina bhakti yogena tsevate sagunan samatityaitan brahma bhuyaya kalpate. 14th chapter of Bhagavad Gita. That unless we practice avyabhichari bhakti, pure devotional service, unless we serve in bhakti, then there's no question of liberation from the modes of material nature. Bhakti yogena sevate. So bhakti has to be executed in relationship with one's relationship with the spiritual master who engages us in bhakti, who teaches us bhakti, who blesses us in the process of bhakti, who removes, who, he blesses our heart, he reveals what is bhakti, what is the experience of bhakti, what is the process of bhakti, how to execute bhakti, Everything is dependent on a relationship with the spiritual master. Now, there's a very interesting verse in the seventh canto of Bhagavatam that says that that enhances this principle that when we say bhakti yoga in sevati, how to serve, how to do bhakti, we have to do that in relationship with the spiritual master. If we're not doing that, how we can't do bhakti and we can't transcend the modes of material nature and we can't free ourselves from repeated birth and death in the material world. So the whole process, the foundation of the process is our relationship with our spiritual master. So seventh canto says, Rajasthamas Satvena, Saptam Saptam Sapamenacha, Etat Sarvam Guru Bhaktya Purushoyanjana Jayat. That one has to conquer the modes of passion and ignorance and come to the mode of goodness. And even after you come to the mode of goodness, one has to become detached from goodness and promote oneself to the platform of Shuddha Sattva. All of that is possible automatically when one engages in the service of the spiritual master with faith and devotion. This is the way to transcend the modes of material nature. So we may, we may forget that. Oh, I just have to engage in pure devotional service. And I, I transcend the modes of material nature. I become peaceful. I become happy. I go back to God. And don't forget the, the intrinsic, the most, the foundational principle of having relationship, service relationship with your spiritual master. Therefore, read the, the very basic principle, fourth chapter of Bhagavad Gita, Tadviti Pranipatina, Pariprashnena Sevaya, that one has to accept spiritual master. This is Krishna's instruction how to come to him. If you want to be Tattva Darshi, if you want to see the truth yourself, one has to 
uh, execute the process under the instruction of one who has seen the truth. So this principle is the foundation of our spiritual life. Otherwise, what is the question of spiritual life? And someone may ask, well, why do I need a spiritual master? I had a discussion with one friend, nice devotee, actually, beginning devotee, engaged in the process of devotional service, but he has a very basic misunderstanding about devotional life. He said, I don't need a spiritual master. He said, Krishna is my spiritual master. I read Bhagavad Gita. I live the life that he tells me to live in Bhagavad Gita. I follow the principles of Gita. Krishna is my spiritual master. I don't need anybody else. So I said, Prabhu, what does the Lord say in 4th chapter, verse 34 of Bhagavad Gita? Tadvidi pranipatine pariprasnena sevaya upadikshanti te jnanam jnaninas darshan. This is Krishna's formula for making progress in spiritual life. And it begins, Tadvidi pranipat. Pranipat means for Krishna rupena nipat. Complete surrender to one's guru. To consider one's guru as the representative of the Supreme Personality of God and as good as God. Pariprasna, to ask relevant questions, not to challenge. What do you know? Prove that you're, that you're worthy to me, my guru. Not to challenge, but to ask relevant, humble questions and to offer seva. Because what we get from the spiritual master is invaluable. You can't buy it. You can't purchase it. It's invaluable, and we get it by seva. For example, if you walk into the grocery store, fill your basket, and just walk out the door, you'll get arrested because there's a price to pay for those edibles, for the items you need to maintain your body. There's a price, and there is a price for making progress in spiritual life, and that is seva to the spiritual master, to follow his instructions, to assist him in his service to his spiritual master, and be connected to Lord Krishna in this way. Without that, there is no possibility of transcending the modes of material nature. And without that, then we're, we're just cast like a, a log of wood just being washed everywhere in the ocean. And Prabhupada makes reference here to this uh, famous verse from uh, Chaitanya Chaitanya, Brahmanya Bhamite, Kona Bhagyavan Jeev Guru Krishna Prasadi Pai Bhakti Lata Bij. That we get the most valuable thing from Guru. After wandering, Brahmanda Bhamite, Kona Bhagyavan Jeev. That who is a fortunate Jeev? Bhagyavan Jeev? The person who is blessed by Guru and Krishna. And what is that blessing? People misunderstand this fact. They go to the mandir, the masjid, the church, the synagogue, the Gurudwara, and they pray to God, bless me. But they think blessing means material prosperity. This is a myth. This is false. It's cheating. This is kapat ashurvad, cheating blessing. Real blessing of the Lord is to get bhakti lata bij. Bhakti lata bij. This person who receives bhakti lata bij, he's mm, bhagyavanji. He's fortunate. There's other people who are not fortunate. They may have comfortable life, but that all comes to an end. At any time. At any time. I just, I just received horrible news. Some beautiful devotee family was visiting here in Mayapur. We went to, I knew them from um, spending time preaching in Virginia. And they had just spent time in Vrindavan, two weeks in Vrindavan. They came to Mayapur, went on Parikram to all the holy places here in Vrindavan, in Mayapur. And 
having good time, um, beautiful husband and wife team, loving relationship, eight-year-old daughter, six-year-old son, loving family, all devotees. They went home to Virginia, and he went to work, and while at work, simply collapsed. Simply collapsed. No warning. Brain hemorrhage. And he's in the hospital. He may not survive. This is the nature of this material world. And we forget that. We forget this is the nature of the material world. Three days ago, I watched my godbrother, Sahadev Prabhu, wonderful devotee from Australia, breathe his last. He was surrounded by devotees singing the holy name with Lord Nishingadev's garland around his neck, with Tulsi in his mouth and Ganga Jal. And he just opened his mouth and left. It's like, gone. Death is so final. You can't imagine. He's the same person. We laugh together, take prasadam together. Now, gone. This is the nature of the material world. So what is the meaning to material prosperity? If you're going to the temple and, and praying to God, give me prosperity. He can give you. He can give you unlimited prosperity. But what will you do with it? What will you do with it? Is it meant for you to enjoy? Or is it meant for the service of the Lord? Because when we use that prosperity, when we give everything to Krishna, in his service to Guru and Krishna, then we're liberated. Because by destiny, you're going to get a certain amount of prosperity. Srila Prabhupada said, you can't get more and you can't get less. And if we have faith in that, how peaceful, stress-free our life would be. You go to work, you do your very best, and the result is up to Krishna. You may lose, you may win, but the result is up to Krishna. And you're happy either way. You lose, you're happy. Okay. <laughs> Shri Prabhupada's father used to say, Prabhupada would quote his father, saying that God has ten hands. If he wants to take from you, how much can you hold on to with your two hands? He's got ten hands. If he wants to take, how much can you hold on to? And if he wants to give you with his ten hands, how much can you receive with your two hands? So he may take, he may take from you, he may give you. But in either case, we should be happy and maintain our relationship with the Lord, knowing that the ultimate destination is not, has nothing to do with material prosperity. It has to do with our bhakti. And bhakti, freedom from the modes of material nature, is dependent on a relationship with our guru. Don't forget this. We sing every morning, Yasya Prasada, Bhagavat Prasada, Yasya Prasada, Nagati Kutopi. Nagati. We can't go anywhere. We can't go back to Godhead. We can't make progress in spiritual life without having relationship with our spiritual master. Very important thing to understand. Otherwise, as Krishna says in uh, Bhagavad Gita, Purusha Prakriti Stohi, Bhungte Prakriti Jan Gunan Karanam Gunasangasya Sadasa Joni Jamasu. We're just tossed by the modes of material nature. Purusha Prakriti Stohi means we're Purusha. Purusha means the soul, the Atma, the Jiva. Prakriti we're we've situated ourselves, we've taken shelter of the modes of material nature. Bhungte Prakriti Jan Gunan. And because of the influence of the modes of material nature, we enjoy this world in, in different ways. A pig loves to eat stool, Prabhupada would frequently say. But the, the, the very thought is disgusting, is an abomination to a human being. 
The devatas are eating in a particular way. Human beings are eating in a particular way. The animals are eating in a particular way. A, a tiger, a lion, a jaguar, a cheetah, they grab their, their prey and mercilessly crush its neck and drink its hot blood and flesh. That's food. That's their food. That's what they do. Why? Mode of ignorance. Mode of ignorance. Someone else is living on, on flowers and fruits and grains and vegetables and milk products, all sattvic food. Why? Mode of goodness. But we're all under the influence Purusha Prakriti Stuhi because we've come here to this material world. Bhagavad Gita says, Satam Rajasthami Iti Guna Prakriti Sambhava Nibadnanti Mahabaho Dehi Dehi Nemabhyayam The soul, by nature, is pure. He's not influenced. The soul, the Atma, Jiva, is, is part and parcel of Krishna. But only by Krishna's influence, my Maya, Mama Maya, Duratyaya, only by my Maya does that pure soul, part and parcel of Krishna, fall under the influence of the modes of material nature and act like a jaguar or a, or a lion and tiger tearing into an antelope and drinking its hot blood and flesh or a devata drinking somaras or a, a yogi eating roots and fruits in the forest. All the modes of material nature. And by the influence of the modes of material nature, we get a particular corresponding sadyoni or a sadyoni. Someone is born as a dog, as a worm, as a crow, as a cow, a pig. That's their karma. Why? Because of the association of the modes of material nature. They become conditioned to enjoy life in a particular way and they get corresponding body. And if we get body situated in transcendence, then we get a body like Krishna's body, which is Satchirananda, which is the, our actual nature. That's, this is our nature, Satchirananda Vigraha. But we've been covered by the modes of material nature. So how do you get free? Become pure servant of a pure devotee. And that's why Srila Bhaktivinu Thakur would pray. Said Krishna say Tomara Krishna Dite Bar Tomara Shakati Yachi Amito Kanga Krishna Krishna Bole Dayatava Pache Pache. Said Krishna is yours and you have the power to give him to me. So I'm simply running after you chanting Krishna Krishna Krishna. I'm a beggar. I'm a useless fallen person. I'm just running after you chanting Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. This is the most... We get Krishna from Krishna's devotee. People forget that. They make prayers to Krishna. They worship Krishna. They come to the temple and bow down to Krishna. Like Anjanmashtami. Our temples are packed. Anjanmashtami. Lacks of people come to the temple to bow down worship Krishna, offer something, pray to Krishna. But who is there the next day on Srila Prabhupada's Vyas Puja? Not even a tenth, a hundredth. If there's a lack of people, maybe 1,000 people will come. Not even that. Maybe a few hundred people come. Those people understand the principle of getting Krishna Bhakti by worshiping the representative of the Lord by serving the representative of the Lord, by following the instructions of the representative of the Lord. This is the process.
There is another process. You can't approach Krishna directly, only through his representative. Now, we should understand, Prabhupada mentions here in the purport, we should make a distinction between Prabhati Marg and just gross sinful life. Prabhati Marg, although it's condemned here, because it can't give you the highest benefit, it can't take you back to Godhead. But it's a step on the way for people who are unable to come to pure devotional service. Spiritual life is not black and white. Either you're a pure devotee or you're just a dog on the street. There's gradations. There's many, many gradations of gray between black and white. So Prabhati Marg is a gradation between pure devotional service and completely abject sinful life. So we should not completely reject the principle of Prabhati Marg and we should understand that sometimes we should present those principles to people in such a way that are, that are unable to come to pure devotional service. People that come to our temples. Prabhati Marga is useful. It's, it's Vedic. It's Shastra. But it can't, we reject it from the, pro, the point of view of pure devotional service. But it's, it's hundreds of times better than abject sinful life that doing anything that pleases your senses, eating anything, doing anything, acting in any sinful way. It's hundreds of times better than that. So if someone doesn't inquire to understand the difference between sinful life, praviti marg, and pure devotional service, Bhagavatam says he's defeated. This is a very interesting verse from Bhagavatam. It means that unless one inquires, if one, unless one understands one's condition in this material world, he is hopeless. He's a hopeless case for liberation. Hopelessly entangled in the modes of material nature. He's karmatpakam. Karmatpakam means that he is, his mind is simply absorbed in fruitive work. I will work, I will prosper, I will enjoy. And as long as one's mind is, is conditioned in this way, karmatpakayena sharira bandha. Sharira bandha means he'll get another body. So one has to break through this by the process of inquiry to hear from the spiritual master. Tadvidi pranipatini pariprasna. Relevant inquiry. To inquire, what is my situation? What is this world? Why have I come to this place where beautiful families are torn asunder by disaster? Why is there death? Why is there disease? Why, do we, why are we obliged to get old and diseased and suffer? An intelligent person asks these questions. Otherwise, there no, what is the difference between a person who asks these questions and a person who doesn't? What is the difference between a human being and an animal? An animal never asks. They just, they're dragged by their senses. If, if there's an opportunity to mate, they mate. If there's something to eat, they eat. If there's a conflict, they fight. They can't sit back and think, shall I mate? Or is it a good idea? Maybe not. Shall I eat or should I not eat? Should I fight? Should I not feed? They just eat, sleep, mate, and defend. This is animal life. And this is the life of persons devoid of the 
capacity to inquire. Parabhava stan. Parabhava means they're simply rotating in this cycle of repeated birth and death. Aboda jato. They're aboda unintelligent, stupid people because they don't even understand their own situation in this material world. So the situation, the solution to this is to take shelter of a spiritual master. And then she went Bhagavatam in the uh, 11th canto, I think. There's a description of the life of the devatas that we can understand theoretically that their life is millions of times more pleasing than our paltry little life of sense gratification. They're enjoying sense gratification more than we can imagine. In our wildest dreams, we can't imagine the standard of material happiness they're having. But they're also prisoners within the material world. Yanti deva vata devan yanti saying here, you can go there by worshipping them, but you can't stay. They're also prisoners. Just like in prison, I used to do prison preaching. If you're an exemplary prisoner, they'll give you service in the library. You'll get special privileges. You may be able to work in the garden. You may get a little better bed. You may get a, a better room. But you're in prison. These people don't understand. They want to go to heaven, Pravati Marg. But they don't understand. You're still in prison. Our proposition is to leave the whole material experience and go back to Godhead. So Bhagavatam is explaining that the standard of life in the, in the heavenly planets is inconceivable. But they also understand that they can't stay. And that they're in anxiety. The, the devatas are in anxiety. An example is given in this verse that they're just like king. A king has his, his army, his treasury, his harem, his palace, his, his subjects, his land. He's well situated, but he's in anxiety because he's always thinking, when will another king attack me and try and take my property? or assert my position. So the demigods are also very concerned. Lord Indra, he's sitting on Indra Asana in Indra Loka, but he's always concerned because the demons are always trying to attack and take over Indra Loka. So there's anxiety in heaven. There's death in heaven. You can't stay forever. It's heaven, wonderful place, materially speaking, but you can't stay. What is the point? Better dhamma there's another word, parastasmat patubhavanyo, yaptyo yaptyo sanatana, yasasaveshu bhuteshu nasyatsu navinashati. Krishna says, there's another world, my world, where you don't die. And you don't have to come back over and over and over doing the same thing, trying to enjoy and getting death, disease, old age as a reward. Krishna saying, come back to me. So the heavenly planets are described how they're in anxiety. Then the next verse, very important verse, famous verse, is Tasmat Gurum Prabhat Deita Jigyasu Shaya Uttamam Shabde Purecha Nishnatam Brahmanya Upashama Shayam. Tasmat means therefore. Therefore, one should take shelter of a spiritual master. Tasmat means when your argument is in order. When you've reached a conclusion, you say, therefore, tasmat. 
the solution to the, the anxiety that even the demigods are experiencing, the solution to their situation is Guru Prabhupada Jigyasu Shreya Uttamam. This is an intelligent person. Shreya Uttamam means highest benefit when it receives by Guru Prabhupada In this world, there's Shreya and Preya. Shreya means uh, ultimate benefit. Preya means immediate benefit. Just like a, a little boy or girl, you have to, <coughs> they have to be convinced, they have to be cajoled. Now is the time to go to school, get an education, reading, writing, mathematics, geography, history, science. They're not, most children are spontaneously attracted to go to school. They have to be cajoled, they have to be forced. Why? Because it's good for them. They went to, to, to play all day on the weekend, to, play, to spend time with their friends and laugh and joke and tease and eat good food. They don't need to be encouraged to do that. That is prayer. But that's not their ultimate benefit. Ultimate benefit is to go to school and get an education. So in a similar way, what is our ultimate benefit? Uh, guru Prapadjeta. To surrender to Guru. To become a devotee. To follow his instructions. And qualify ourselves to go back to Godhead. And that may be painful in the beginning, all getting up in the morning, chanting japa, these rules, study, serving, donating, all very painful. But the result is, is blissful. The result is going back to Godhead, eternal happiness. And the materialistic person, they work also very hard. They're also working hard. But what benefit do they get? They get another birth. And a devotee goes back to Godhead. So Acharyamam, no, Tasmat Gurum Prapadita, this is the solution to the, the uh, anxiety that the demigods experience, what to speak of ourselves. So Bhagavatam also describes what is the qualification of Guru. Shabde pare chanishnatam brahmanya upashamashrayam Guru is not a self-made man. He is qualified. He is blessed by his guru to take the position, which means his first, his first qualification is that he's a perfect student. He's a perfect disciple. Only perfect disciple is blessed by his guru to take the position of guru. So, Shabde means that he's heard. He's not manufacturing anything. Guru, Srila Prabhupada said, is like a postman who delivers your letter and says, here, sir, here is your letter. He doesn't take a big black magic marker and edit it. No, you shouldn't need read this. You don't need to read this. We'll change this. No, here is your letter as it was sent to you. This is Shabda. Shabda, Pare. Pare means of the absolute truth, of the Supreme Personality of God. He has an understanding of the absolute truth, the Personality of God. He's a knower of Krishna. Krishna Saitama, Krishna Dite Par. Krishna is his. Krishna becomes the property of his pure devotee. Nanda Maharaj has nine lakhs of cows. And Krishna is serving his father, taking care of cows. Arjuna is being carried in the chariot by Lord Krishna, Parthasarati. He becomes a servant of his devotee. Krishna is Hetamar. Krishna is the property of his pure devotee. So he can give Krishna because Shabde Pure Chanishnatam. Nishnatam, he has no 
uh, affection for the material world is fixed in the nishta nishta bhakti is fixed in devotional service and he has no affinity for material life. He is completely detached from material life. And that we read in Upadeshamrita. Upadeshamrita says, Vacho Vegam, Manasukroda Vegam, Udrapasta Vegam, Jiva Vegam, Etan Vegam, Yovishahitan Dera, Api Prithivim Sasishat, Api Mam Prithivim Sasishat. The one who has controlled these six urges of the body, the, the, the tongue, the anger, the genital, the belly, the mind, one who has controlled all of those pushings is, qual- is a preliminary qualification to become guru. So guru has, is known by qualification, just not by uh, fancy dress or hairstyle or... I mean, people. We, we. I mean, it's such a sad thing here in India. People they assume the mannerisms of a guru have big chata and mm, big, big tulsi beads or rudraksha, saffron cloth, big, big tilak, beard. Beard is <laughs> beard is a necessity to be a bogi guru, bogus guru. And people just by seeing them, they think. Oh, here is a guru. But he may not be a guru at all. If someone puts on a police officer's uniform, that doesn't make him a police officer. He has to be authorized by the state. He has to be authorized by the city. He has to be trained. He has to go to police academy to be qualified to wear the badge. Just putting on the badge and the uniform does not make him a police officer. Rather, it's, a, it's an offense. You get you get caught and you go to jail for uh, imperson, impersonating a police officer. So there's many people that impersonate bona fide guru by their dress, but they can't deliver the goods. They can't give you Krishna because they don't have Krishna. Krishna's the exclusive property of his devotee. This is the process to become free from the modes of material nature. Otherwise, what is the result? You can go to heaven, no problem. But heaven won't solve your problems because it doesn't solve the problem of birth and death. It doesn't solve the problem of coming back over and over again to this material world. So there's a great difference between pravati mark and sinful life, and there's a great difference between pravati mark and pure devotional service. So we learn bhakti at the feet of a person who has, who has bhakti, who has understood bhakti, who is the proper representative of his spiritual master, and we 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 sing this every every day. Sri Guru Charana Padma Kevala Bhakti Sadma. Where do you find bhakti? Where is it available? Can you get it on the internet? Is it available from Amazon? Amazon.com, the Amazon.in. Order bhakti on on sale special. Is it a, can you pick it off a tree? Can you find it in the bazaar? Can you get from some guy on the street? We get bhakti from someone who has bhakti. So Sri Guru, Charanapadma, Kevala, Bhakti Sadma. Sadma means the abode, the place you find bhakti. Where is that? Sri Guru, Charanapadma. We find Kevala Bhakti at the feet, unalloyed, pure devotional service. Kevala means exclusive, 
only bhakti where at the uh, where at the feet the lotus feet of Sri Guru and why do we say lotus feet do spiritual masters feet look anything like a lotus no lotus is a flower and a foot doesn't look like a flower does it smell like a lotus is this the same color as a lotus spiritual masters feet are called lotus feet because Padma Padma Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita Padma Patram Ivambasa that he's instructing us not to be part of this material world be like a lotus flower that may be situated in the most filthy water but it maintains its beautiful fragrance its beauty its pristine quality even though it may be growing in sewer water so the spiritual master's feet are lotus because they're not part of this material world he's not part of this material world that Sri Guru is Sakshadhari. Sakshadhari means directly Hari. Does that mean that Guru is God? No, it does not. One word changes everything in the shloka. Kintu. Kintu means but. He, Shastra is saying, Guru, Shastra is saying, Sadhus is saying, Guru is directly Sakshadhari. He's directly Hari. But Kintu, but he's the most beloved of Hari. Priya Eva Tasya. How can he be the Lord if he's dear to the Lord? He's, he's uh, the supreme personality of servitor Godhead. There's Savior Bhagavan and Sevaka Bhagavan. Sevaka Bhagavan means the served Lord. And Savior Bhagavan means the person who's giving service. So the Guru is as good as God. He's not God. <laughs> I was invited. Sudevi and I went in uh, uh, North Carolina. There's a group. They're followers of Nigamananda Saraswati, who's some bogey guru that passed away many years ago. He lived. He's actually a contemporary of Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. He's head of one of the Apasampradayas. So they're called the Shri, they're called uh, Jai Guru. Yes, Jai, they're the Jai Guru people. Like we say, Haribo, Haribo, hey Prabhu, Haribo. Haribo Prabhu, how's it going? They say, Jai Guru, Jai Guru, Jai Guru. And they believe, and they, they're absolutely convinced that this man is God, incarnate. And they worship him like that. So they have a big festival every year, and they... Can uh, everybody hear Prabhuji? Yeah, I think he got disconnected. Yeah, but Prabhuji is there. Let me see, I'll contact Prabhuji.
So uh, Prabhuji is logging in. He didn't know he is disconnected. Uh, do you hear me now? Yes, Prabhuji, we hear you. So you were saying okay. family said Guru is God. Yes, so not only do they say that he's God, but they do a program where his gopis come out. So some middle-aged men, 40, 45, 50 years old, overweight, with 5 o'clock shadow, they need a shave, are come up, with full makeup on their face, they're choli, wearing choli and sari and wig and crown, come out dancing to music as if they're gopis for this man. I'm watching this and had to bite my tongue to keep from laughing. People are so bewildered, so easily cheated in this age of Kali, that they have no understanding of what, are the bona, what is the quality of a guru. Who is a guru? By dress or by qualification? Guru is, is guru by qualification. Otherwise, it's simply cheating business. So, we should understand this verse. It's a very important verse to understand. And how to get it. How to not be diverted to heaven. Because if you're attached to this material world and you're engaged in devotional service, you're accumulating tremendous punya, tremendous sukriti. And you may end up in heaven. You may end up, even we, we pray, we don't even want to go to Vaikuntha. We pray, Varam Deva Moksham Na Moksham Vadhimva. We say, I don't even want to go to heaven. Manasya Virastam Kimanyai. Kimanyai means, I don't want any other thing. We want to go to Goloka and serve in Mother Yashoda's entourage or Lalita Vishaka's entourage or Subal and Stoka Krishna's entourage. We want to serve in relationship with the personality of God, the most merciful form of Krishna, Bal Gopal, Radha Krishna. And that is available by following someone who has that taste. And that is our Srila Prabhupada and his disciples. So if we do that, we become free from this inclination to enjoy. Because material life, life in heaven is simply a higher standard of material life. So what is the point? What is the point? You're still in prison. As I was saying, they, these, these prisoners fight for a better room. They try and... There's a, there's a point system where they get a number of points, another, a number of credits, and they can get a better room. They can get uh, a room with a TV. They can get a relative freedom. They can work in the library, in the garden. They can spend more time. They get many different benefits. But they're so stupid, they don't think, I'm still in prison. This is life in heaven. Many benefits are there, but you're still in prison, and you can't stay. And the only way to get out is to overcome the modes of material nature, which is possible by following the instructions of the spiritual master and serving him and become free. And this is a very, very important verse. Etat sarvam guru bhaktya purusho yanjana jayat. Anjana jayat means we become... We, trans we transcend the modes of material nature by mercy of Guru. Otherwise, there is no hope. You can't, you can't just take a pill to overcome the modes of material nature. You can't practice yoga to over 
yoga is within the modes of material nature. So if, if, how can you, it's like trying to purify a bottle of wine with wine. You can't purify that which is within the modes of material nature with an activity that's still within the modes of material nature. So meditation, yoga, tapa, dhana, yoga, karma, all of these different things cannot give us the result. This thing alone can give us the result. Shri Guru Charanapadma Kivala Bhakati Sadma. And Bandhan Mui Savadhana Mate. Spiritual Master is your best friend. Who can be a better friend? Who teaches you the process of devotional service? But Savadhan. You can't walk up to him and give him a big hug. Oh, Guru Dave, so nice. Happy to see you. And we bow down. Savadhan. We approach with caution. Srila Prabhupada mentions that one can become degraded by becoming too familiar with the deity or too familiar with the spiritual master. So he's your best friend, but one has to uh, serve with caution, with, with goravena. Goravena means with respect, and rev some reverence has to be there. Not just you walk up, give him a big hug, slap him in the back, hey, Guru Dave, what's going on, man? This is not acceptable behavior. He's our best friend. He's giving us the best thing. Who can be a better friend than your guru? He's giving us this, the key to liberation. How to leave this material world and achieve the highest benefit. Radha Krishna Seva. So we get that by the mercy of spiritual master. So let me read the verse again. Oh great sage, Sukhadev Goswami, unless the living entity is freed from the infection of the material modes of nature, he received different types of bodies in which to enjoy or suffer, and according to the body, he is, including, he is understood to have various inclinations. By following these inclinations, he traverses the path called Praviti Marg, by which one may be elevated to the heavenly planets, as you have already described in the third canto. So thank you very much for your kind attention. Does anyone have any comment or question? Hare Krishna Prabhuji, Madhanat Pranam, All Glory to Prabhupada, Guru Maharaj. Thank you so much for the wonderful class. It was very, very enlightening. And uh, your last part, uh, when you were mentioning, I was remembering that uh, in uh, a religion called Sikhism, it is a similar thing where, you know, they give a lot of importance to Guru and they actually worship the Guru Granth Sahib, which is like a book uh, representative of, of Guru. And then uh, they believe that God is uh, formless, you know. Uh, but at the same time, there is mention, they also mention the scriptures about uh, Nam, uh, you know, Jap, Nam Jap they mention. And also, they, uh, uh, why that is because it's like the worship is a little different everywhere. And different names of Krishna are there in the, in the Guru Granth Sahib, like Govinda, Ram. So all those names are there, but they still believe that Lord is formless. So it was very uh, hard for me to also believe that because uh, I'm married in a family where there are people from that culture. But then I realized it's okay, like, you know, whatever they follow, they follow. We just, uh, uh, you know, uh, cannot uh, say that, you know, Krishna consciousness is the best way, of, otherwise the highway. <laughs> otherwise then, you know, it doesn't work. That's my experience. But I just wanted to yeah. share a little And if you have something to share about that, any other yeah, uh, religion... There's, a way, to yeah, there's yeah. a way to understand this, Mataji. 
the, the Sikh religion is a bona fide religion. And God is formless to a, from, one, from one extent. It's not his ultimate aspect. He says, Brahmanohi Pratishtaham, Amritasyabhyabhasicha, that the formless nature rests on me. It's, it's an expansion of Krishna. It's, an, it's one of Krishna's natures. But he doesn't come from formlessness. This is Mayavad. And formlessness is not the ultimate understanding of the Supreme Lord. Vedanti Tat Bhagavatam says, first canto, Vedanti Tat Tantamidas Tattam Yajgana Madhvayam Brahmaiti Paramatmaiti Bhagavaniti Shabdhati that God is understood as Brahman, formless nature, Paramatma, Supreme Lord, all expansive nature present within the heart of every living being, within the, every atom. This is Paramatma feature. But Altam Bhagavan Iti Shabdhati Gopal Radha Krishna Rajendra Nandan Shyam this is the highest understanding, but we shouldn't fight with people who are unable to understand that. Let them be happy with what they're... Because Guru Granth Sahib is a bona fide... Because the book is also God. We say the same thing about Bhagavatam. Idam Bhagavatam Nama Purana Brahma Samitam. Purana Brahma Samitam means Bhagavatam is, the absolute, is as good as God. The book is as good as... It's an incarnation of God in paper and ink. You can worship Bhagavatam with 16 Upachars, with Tulsi, Pushpam, Dupam, Naivedyam. You can worship Bhagavatam with 16 Upachars. It's as good as God. Guru Granth Sahib is the teaching of, of uh, Guru Nanak, and there's historical uh, uh, evidence that Guru Nanak met Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And this is why we still see that when they do bhajan, that they're singing, they say Satnam. They're singing Govinda's name. They're singing the name of Ram in their bhajans. And high-class Sikh people are vegetarians. You know, low-class Sikh people eat meat. But that that uh, when it's time for, uh, what do they call it? Mm, and their food, I forgot what they call it. You should know, Mataji. It's called langar. Langar, langar. Yes, langar. Langar is always vegetarian. And the Sikh people are, are, are very kind people, in my experience. We did a big Ratyatra procession in Delhi. Hundreds of devotees came. And the, the procession began at a, at a Gurudwara. And the, Guru, the Sikh the Siddharjis were out there distributing lemonade. Cold, it was blazing hot, middle of summer, in Delhi. And they were distributing lemonade and cold drinks to all the devotees just to please the Lord, to do some seva. Out of a friendly, loving relationship, this is more important than our differences. And if someone doesn't have sukriti for bhakti, okay, we feel bad, but you can't, you can't create that by argument. <laughs> you can't beat them over the head with Bhagavad Gita. No, Bhagavad Gita, well, who cares what Guru Granth Sahib says? Bhagavad Gita says, Sarvadavam Parajajamamekam, blah, 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 blah. What will, you, will you convince them? Impossible. Better to have a friendly relationship, invite them to the temple. Actually, I was, I, in uh, July and August, I was in Chandigarh. I was traveling in North India. I was in Chandigarh, Ludhiana, Kurukshetra, Panipat, Sonipat. I, and our temple in Chandigarh, I was surprised. We see Sadaj is coming in with beard and turban 
doing full Dhanavat Pranam to Radha Krishna, Radha Madan Mohan. Why not? And we can do the same. We go to the temple. I, w- I've been, I went to a marriage at a Gurudwara. And I've covered my head. And I can bow down to their book, Guru Granth Sam. Here's, here's God in the form of instruction to enlighten and uplift humanity. We should have that vision. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur said, how much he becomes encouraged by seeing other people's religious faith. He says, this encourages me in my own faith. So it's really not a war of words or a war of ideas and a war of different modes of worship. There is, there is unity in diversity also. There is diversity, no doubt. And that's based on one's Sukriti. One has to have Sukriti for Bhakti. Yesham, Bhagavatam Gita says, Yesham andagadam papam jananam punyakarmanam mukta bhajanti maam Who worships Krishna with determination? Someone who is free from sinful life. Who is free from the dualities of life. Who has a, a background of piety. Krishna bhakti is a rare achievement. It means that we've been doing this for many lifetimes. To come to the stage of chanting the holy name of Krishna. Aho bhata sapachato guri and yajjavarkri vajate namatubhyam. That if someone's, if the holy name is on the tip of one's tongue, he's done everything. He's done tapa, homa, yagya, holy dip. He's done everything. If he's chanting Hare Krishna, even if he's born in a family of dog eaters. So we, we have such a high achievement. Come to chant in Krishna's name. But if someone doesn't have that Punya, Sukriti. What to do? You beat them over the head with Bhagavad Gita? Who just make enemies? Better be happy with them. Have relationship. And historically, these Sikhs, because historically they're Kshatriyas, they carry this, they wear this kada and, and what is a dagger called? I forgot. They carry a dagger. Some of them, big sword. They would protect the Brahmins because they're Kshatriyas. So we should, have, we should have harmonious relationship with them. Because they're pious people. In my experience, I mean, in every religion we find black, bad apples, black sheep. But my experience with Sikh Dharma is they're very pious people. And we can have a harmonious relationship with them. And that is how we build bridges to bhakti. Not by arguing differences, but, f- but by finding commonality. And we can find that in, in Sikh Dharma. No problem. And that just criticizes, oh, they're, they're Mayavadis. Well, yeah. They have an impersonal understanding of God, which isn't exactly Mayavad. It's Brahmavad. The, Brahma, the four Kumaris, four Kumaras are Brahmavadis. Their experience of God was as Brahman, and this is this is Sikh Dharma. But 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 we say, but uh, Upanishad Hiranmayena Patrina Satyatshapi Hitamukham. That please, devotee, press, please remove this glaring effulgence. I want to see you as you are. So we can speak to them philosophically, politely, in a friendly mood, and we can have harmonious relationship with them. We shouldn't have harmonious relationship. They're on our side, ultimately, because they're dharmic. So we shouldn't create friction where uh, there doesn't need to be any friction. So in your family, no need to have friction. Invite them for prasadam, and you can go for longer. I think I, I think Langar is also sattvic. I don't know. I guess it depends on the Gurudwara. But anyway, something to think about, Mataji. Thank you, Prabhuji, for speaking so nicely about Sikhism. And yes, of course, uh, 
like just uh, uh, I do have respect and you know they all always uh, have been protecting you know the Hindus the Brahmanas like you said you're right so thank you so much for uh, telling about them and I think uh, certain things you said will make me change my view more for the positive for them you know Nice. Yeah, they're my friends. They're on our team. <laughs> Actually, one time, one time I was in Delhi. I used to go to Delhi when I was a young man, do shopping for the Denver Temple. So I was in the uh, rickshaw, a motor rickshaw, with a, and the driver was Sadaji. So we were laughing and joking. And they time to get off. Then I was going to pay me. No, he says bakshis. <laughs> we had a good laugh. Such a nice man. He saw me. I'm dressed as a devotee. This and that. He appreciated that here's someone trying to serve God. I'm appreciating him. He gave me a benefit of his service. Yes, Prabhu, what is your question? <coughs> I think it's will done up for now. All grace to your Prabhupada. Your classes are so nectarian as always, and uh, so many Sastic references. Today uh, I got this one Guru uh, definition also from Canto 11. Yes, I looked it up and found and thing. Uh, and uh, yes. and it's in the seventh Canto. It is 11th Canto, the uh, for a sub day for it. <coughs> Look in the seventh Canto, just a minute. Let me find it. <coughs> It is Seventh Canto, Chapter Fifteen. Seven Fifteen Twenty Five. Seventh Seventh Canto, Fifteenth Chapter, Verse Twenty Five. How to How to overcome the modes of material nature by service to Guru. Also important. That's not very well known verse. I came across it, so I thought I'd share it with you. Nice, nice. Yeah, and, uh, and you were also talking about this, uh, this um, Joy Guru Sampradaya. And the, 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 the Bhaktivinath Thakur has, uh, I just selected, uh, I heard somewhere that the Bhaktivinath Thakur has identified some 13 of Sampradayas, and one of them is this Kart, the Karta yes. Bhaja. Karta Bhaja. They call the uh, the guru the god, but uh, yeah, that is very important. Though we, uh, so sometimes we get confused uh, that guru is Bhagavan, but it's the sevya Bhagavan, sevak Bhagavan. That distinction is very very nice. Uh, yeah. We re-emphasize re that is very good. I, uh, yeah, my wife, my wife's sister, uh, my wife's sister is also uh, involved in a upper sampradaya. They also think their guru is directly the Supreme Lord. He is God, his father is God, his son is God, his wife is God, they're all God. Yeah. But they sing some, they sing the holy name. They, many of them practice vegetarianism. His name is Anukul Chandra. They have a group here in Mayapur also. And they worship, they don't have any picture of, their altar is a picture of their guru. Here is God. So they must understand. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, about this Sikhism, uh, like um, Mataji, like uh, I heard that uh, in the Guru Granth, I mean, uh, 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 
Guru Granth uh, Sahib has many uh, this uh, uh, script, uh, script. I mean, the many verses which are uh, in praise of Krishna. Like uh, one I know is Bahad Janam Bichrete Madhav. Ye Janam Tumhare Likhe. Ye Bahad Janam that is uh, oh, so many lives I have spent without you, Madhav. Madhav, they, because of the uh, Gurmukhi, the, uh, the Madhav is called Madhav. Uh, Madhav, uh, a long time I have lived without you, Madhav. This life is for you. So, uh, oh, so beautiful. So that, uh, so uh, when, uh, what is uh, uh, the, the Sikhism founder, uh, what is it? just got, uh, forgot his name, uh, sorry. Uh, Guru Gobind Singh. Guru Nanak. Guru Nanak. Sorry, Guru Nanak. So Guru Nanak is contemporary of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So before the, so he met, he met Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So before he met, he was uh, imp, uh, this Brahmavadi. So that's mm. what he is. But what I know, he may, after Chaitanya he met Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He he was uh, he wrote many kirtans and bhajans. Like that, uh, Hego in the Hego Park, so many, and those are all bhakti. Uh, so, they are really learned. Uh, uh, <coughs> they, they, they are uh, bhaktas. Mm. We can cultivate relationship with them also. Make them this, on the principle of, of Kirtan, on the principle of, of Bhajan. Can cultivate relationship with him. Yes, and in fact, that uh, that uh, Guru Granth Sahib, that uh, verse. Even I also, when I do a little bit, whatever prayer I do to the Lord, I I uh, I include it in my prayer. Bahad janam ye janam such a nice way to express our Yes, pure bhakti. Yeah, Actually, we can become completely self-realized by studying some of these bhajans. Srila Prabhupada said in Denver, Colorado, on the Vyasasam, he asked one devotee to sing bhajan Imana, Govinda Das's prayer. Afterwards, he said, these bhajans of Narutam Das Thakur, Govinda Das, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, Narutam Das, Luchan Das, <coughs> he said, these these Bhajans are non-different from the Vedas, non-different from the Vedas, non-different from the Vedas. Because they present Vedic conclusions. Radha Krishna Pradamor, Yugalakishwar, Jivana Malani Gati Arnahimor, Nartam Das Thakur. This is the essence of Vedanta. My life is yours in life and death. You're nothing, there's nothing more for me. Any other question? So nice. Thank you for your kind association. Blessing. Thank you, Prabhuji, Partha Prabhu, for adding. And also, there are certain things also common, like you know, we do kirtan where men <coughs> they sit, you know. So that's how it is there in Gurdwari also. And also, like they serve langar prashad. Although in America they have with onion garlic, but in India. Mm. I've been uh, with my family to this Bangla Sahib Gurdwari 
and uh, they have uh, you know i just offered prayers to my guru maharaj and then you know i uh, took some prasad there that was without onion garlic and of course they make this halwa which is uh, uh, kada prasad they call it very nice uh, and the donation that comes from the sikh families is amazing and it's nice that when you go to the temple you wash your feet and uh, you know things like that and uh, but like um, and i've also heard i don't know whether is this is right or not that one time guru nanak ji was given some money uh, from his parents and then he started he's the one who started the langar and this was very much appreciated by shri upad and this thing should be very, very <coughs> yes mathi ji sorry prabhu ji uh, yeah so this should be really appreciated Uh, and we should start prasadam distribution you know so there was something about uh, in one lecture prabhu pad appreciated guru nanak ji for starting this uh, you know uh, uh, so yeah like from different culture we take things and uh, there are a lot of common and there's one mata ji also she's gopal krishna goswami maharaj disciple who gives a punjabi class you know on thursday oh i met him yeah we were a program we were a program together in uh, in delhi one time Okay. Yeah, when they were at Wonderwood is house so big big you know important rich people came to this program and we had a beautiful program. Mm-hmm. Very pious lady very nice and she's uh, yeah. actually in iskon but she's from a Sikh background and it is very very hard actually in the whole of our iskon here we don't have many people uh, you know from a Sikh background coming and becoming iskon devotee you know very very close to guru maharaj. So yeah it's wonderful uh, how there's the intermingling of some things in the thing and and i think i like your shabads also like uh, partha prabhu mentioned uh, when it's very hard to understand them just like sometimes sanskrit is hard to understand but when we read the meaning the names of krishna are there so that is what attracts uh, our mind uh, you know very much in the guru granth sahib like that so yeah thank you so much for adding uh, this positive aspect about you know guru granth sahib i can share with my family also from the conference call yeah Yes, yeah. you can share to them. Play it yeah. for them. Yes, yes. And there's one more, uh, like a man, a boy. He's with a he's he wears a pagri, like you know, like a sadaji, and he's also in the group of Madhavas. Madhavas are like rock band. They are in Vrindavan, and uh, one of them uh, is uh, also he sings bhajans. So I, uh, you know, he's part of that group. So it was very nice. Uh, uh, you know, he plays the band or something like that. So and they mm. play every yeah so it's it's nice that you know there's a intermingling of culture in India we see they're not in America but here you know little bit when we go to Gurdwara it's totally different but there I've seen there's so much of intermingling in the you know everybody appreciates uh, their uh, different different uh, cultures and uh, you know Gurdwara temple then it's it's kind of different in India yeah. Shri Bhaktivinoda Thakur's opinion was that this kirtan. in the future will be the only church church of the holy name church of kirtan and everyone will gather under this umbrella of doing kirtan cuz uh, you know christians also do a, a kind of kirtan you know, they sing these hymns <coughs> i was at a I used to work in the gem in gem industry so i was at a gem show one time a jewelry show uh, a you know, wholesale show and the other side of the exhibition hall was being rented by a christian group they were african american christian group and these guys were just rocking out they're on the stage they're dancing and laughing and singing and praising the lord and uh 
I can say I can say this this is their kirtan. How is it not? Bible says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. And these guys were rocking out. I was appreciating. So that principle can be equally applicable to all religions, actually. The Church of the Holy Name. So we can hope for that day, we, that that blessed day may come, when all religions gather together and simply chant the Lord's name in a non-sectarian way. As Prabhupada was asked one time, what is better, chanting Krishna or Allah? Because here in Mayapur, every morning, of course they do Fajr at different times, but every morning, call to prayer begins in summertime, it's around 4.20, this time of year, it's around 5 o'clock. But they're called, it's a call to prayer. And so, so they asked Prabhupada, what is better, Allah or Krishna? Prabhupada said, don't force me to be sectarian. <laughs> I like that answer. Don't force me to be sectarian. Allah is a name for God. Krishna is a name for God. Govinda, Jesus, Christ, Christos, Elohim, Yahweh, all names of God. So vibrate. And there's a, in Islam, they have 99 names of God. I heard one recording of this person from Yugoslavia, a Yugoslavian Muslim, singing these names. And it really touched my heart. It, it, it moved me emotionally to hear him singing these names. So this is the process. Nam namakari bahuda nijasarva shaktis. Bahuda means unlimited numbers of names. Tatapita neyamita smarane nakahalat. No hard and fast rules to chant them. But we're working on this problem. We have no attraction. And that is the process of sadhana bhakti. But anyone we can, the whole world can gather under this principle of vibrating the name of the Lord congregationally. Sankirtan, Nam Sankirtan. Any other questions? Thank you very much for the opportunity to speak to you.